One of the big headlines nationally today, the uh, prime minister in his daily briefing extending the curb or the Canadian emergency relief benefit. It will now include more Canadians and pay some essential workers even more than originally announced. Here's Prime Minister Trudeau. Today, we're announcing more help for more Canadians. This includes topping up the pay of essential workers. At the same time, we'll also be expanding the Canada Emergency Response Benefit to reach people who are earning some income, as well as for seasonal workers who are facing no jobs, and for those who've run out of EI recently. Our government will work with the provinces and territories to boost wages for essential workers who are making under $2,500 a month, like those in our long-term care facilities. For many workers looking after the most vulnerable Canadians, including seniors and those with disabilities, we know conditions have gotten more difficult over the past weeks. And you need support right now. All right. There was no price tag given by federal officials, but as you just heard, more help for more Canadian workers on the way, which is obviously great news for them. But as we've been discussing the last couple of days, uh, what about small business and small business owners, the so-called backbone of the Canadian economy? Well, our good friend Tony Chapman in his excellent podcast, Chatter That Matters, has been exploring not only the hardships faced by Canadian small businesses, but he's also endeavoring to seek to find some solutions, some answers. And Tony joins us now here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Mr. Chapman, how are you, sir? Very good. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, appreciate you coming on. And uh, first off, could you just tell us a little bit about Tracy Shepard, who's featured on your pod, Tony? She's a small business owner who, like so many others, have found tough times, not necessarily due to poor business decisions, but because of COVID. Yeah, I mean, she's a great first story of a 10-part series I'm doing with Royal Bank. And, and her story is simple. She uh, had a great career, fantastic career, but she lifelong passion for health and wellness. So she decided that, you know, I'm going to follow that entrepreneurial dream came up with the idea of meditationworks.com, which is a mobile meditation studio that would drive to the company so the employees could have this pause in their day. And it wasn't just anything that would show up. It was an Airstream fully outfitted. She test drives this with two of the most exciting companies in Canada. They go, no, we don't just like the idea. Tracy, we want it. How soon can we have it? She goes back, throws in her life savings, buys the Airstream, outfits it, buys content, creates the website, about to turn on the ignition on the business, and COVID-19 shows up and, you know, not only stops the economy in the tracks, but any concept of somebody walking or walking into an airstream and meditating with 10 other people. So what a story. And uh, what's really interesting is you'll hear in the podcast how she manages her stress and the kind of advice that we uh, these experts bring her. Yeah. Is this going to be, do you think, a death blow for her and for other small uh, business, again, through no fault of their own, but just because of a circumstance, unable to do business uh, at this time? Is this something that uh, she and other small business owners can sustain? Well, you know, if they don't, we're in trouble because the Canadian economy, the heart of it is small business. It is what not only powers us right now, but as we come out of this, they're the ones that are going to be hiring and creating and inventing. So we, we all have to take her uh, her story personally. The thing about Tracy is, like a lot of other uh, entrepreneurs, very resilient. They're already trying to find a way to reinvent, reimagine. So now suddenly her website's more important than her Airstream, so she's putting a lot of effort on that. And she's just trying to hang on until things turn around, and she might not 
have the dream of the uh, the airstream coming to your door, but she still is going to find a way to do meditation. And especially now when companies are going to come back and people are going to be working you know, around the clock, she's going to have a business if she can get through the next four, six, or eight weeks. And that's what this podcast is all about. Personalize these stories, personalize their struggles, know that we all have skin in their game. And again, experts, brilliant. I mean, Denise Rosetto from... Uh, Broken Heart Love Affair, talking to her about her rock star branding, how important it is, and Corby Fine showing up with e-commerce advice and how she can go and fly fish and get customers, even if she's a small business. So everybody, some of the, some of the biggest thinkers in Canada are jumping on board this podcast because they're going, if we can sign up to help them, it's not only in their interest, it's in our collective interest. Have you found talking to a bunch of different small business owners, is there a commonality? Is there a theme when it comes to all of them? I think what you just mentioned there is so true when it comes to the entrepreneurial spirit that uh, you've got this ability to sustain. You've got a vision that you believe in, that you believe in so much that uh, nothing, not even COVID-19 is going to shake you from that. And that's what you need as an entrepreneur to be successful and to overcome so many challenges. Without question. I mean, first of all, it's, it's the stake in the game. You put your life savings on the table. You do everything you can to preserve that. So first thing is, it's just, it's just literally what's at stake. But the other thing that I found about entrepreneurs, and, and interesting enough, people that aren't entrepreneurs, is how different life is. So if you're not an entrepreneur, you go, wow, it must be so cool to be your own boss and just following your passion. What a skip in the park. But when you're an entrepreneur, even before COVID-19, it was like you're running in cement or sometimes standing on shifting sand because it was uncertainty, insecurity, new technologies coming in, multinationals coming in, the Amazon effect if you're a retailer, like big, big forces of change. So you had to constantly find a way to pivot. So what I love about great entrepreneurs is they're never standing still. They're, instead of being pushed back, which these forces of wind should be, they're always trying to find a new move on the chessboard. I love that about it. The resilience we talked about, the fact that there's skin in the game. But I think the other thing is that they, 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 the good ones trust each other. And when you listen to the podcast, you know, Tracy goes and finds like-minded spirits in the state. She flies down and meets them. They form their own WhatsApp group. So now she's got the, a board of advisors that are based on their best practices. So that's another thing about an entrepreneur is that they attract other like-minded people. And I think if you put those ingredients together, I value what I put into this business. I don't want to lose it. I'm resilient. I'm willing to pivot. And I'm willing to listen to the advice of others. You put those four ingredients in, and that's a commonality that I find with great uh, entrepreneurs. And even in these tough times, I would bet on an entrepreneur like that over just about anybody else uh, in our economy. Talking with Tony Chapman, he is the host and producer of the podcast Chatter That Matters. He's examining small business and how they're doing and how they're going to survive through the coronavirus uh, crisis and pandemic. I thought it was kind of interesting, uh, Tony, in the uh, press conference with the premier uh, we heard last hour here on the air. Uh, he was asked about uh, tomorrow landlords can start evicting businesses who have not made their rent, their March rent. Now, the premier encourage business owners and landlords to sit down and just kind of talk, talk through this. But uh, is that enough? Do you think that small business owners, what are you hearing from them? Are they getting enough and enough protection from government through this? It's Well, it's almost impossible when you think what's at stake. Because think of it a wool sweater that you start to unravel. So you go, well, those landlords are greedy. Why don't they just give the people a break? Chances are those landlords have got a big mortgage in the building, and the bank's giving them pressure, saying, you've got to pay your mortgage. So it's, it's, it's just an incredible 
uh, supply chain, when it's working, it's the most beautiful thing because everybody's adding value, everybody's making money, the person owns the building, is getting rent, it's profit, and every, everything's good. When it goes the other way, it's tough. But what Doug Ford is doing is great advice. You, you sit down with your landlord, you be transparent, you be open with them. You've got cards to play as well because you can look that landlord in the eye and say, I've been a good tenant for X amount of months or years. If I go away, you've got to replace that. Are you going to find a tenant as good as I was? You're going to find someone that, you, that was consistent with the rent. So, yeah, this is a big speed bump, and I'm not going to be able to pay the rent I could for the next couple of months. But I think coming out of this, when you start looking at all those empty stores down the street, you're going to want me in your building. So negotiate, not from a position of fear, negotiate, and not from a, trying to be a bully, but try to find that win-win that says we're better together. And if you can give them that insight, how are we better together, there's a good chance you're going to get a deal with a landlord that you both can live with. Now, the Premier also mentioned, Tony, that there is loan money available through the uh, feds, through the federal government. But I think, and this is an important point to underscore for folks when it comes to small business and small business owners, people like you mentioned, Tracy Shepard, who have sunk their life savings into their passion and into their dream. That's loan money. That's not a grant or a relief. So at the end of the day, it's more debt that they're being asked to take on. Without question. And debt on top of debt is not, again, more cement that's on it. So it, it's, it's there. It's a Band-Aid on a festering wound. What we've got to do is we've got to get our economy moving again. And, Jeff, it's going to be a very different world. It's going to be a long time before people are going to be comfortable in a stadium full of crowded people and, and uh, in a restaurant. The experience economy is so much of the growth in our, 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 our world now. The Instagram moments where we're with people and smiling and having a great time. All of this stuff, even if the government puts the switch on, it's, we still got to get over some psychological hurdles. And as a lot of people say, I don't really want to get on a plane until there's a vaccine. So for all of this, just putting a loan on and not solving that is all you're doing is just adding debt. You've got to be, as an entrepreneur, rethinking your business. For example, as a restaurant, maybe I'm going to be in the business of having touchless service where, people, where, where, uh, where the chance of contamination don't exist. Or maybe I'm going to be just a ghost restaurant and I'm going to deliver the best product in my neighborhood. But you've got to be thinking that the world that you knew is changing. It's going to be changing, and in some cases, a permanent way. And if you're not part of the future and you think you're just standing in the boring money on the past, I just think you're taking on debt that, uh, that uh, is only going to increase your stress level and uh, take you down. Yeah, just finally, we'll get you out on this question. There is a lot of talk about when to bring people back to work and how to bring people uh, back to work and how businesses can and should reopen. I mean, I guess we'll leave the when to obviously the medical experts, but focusing on the how, from what you know from talking to small business owners and financial experts, business experts uh, on your podcast and really uh, delving into this, is this the time right now? I'm sure small business owners, they can't do much. They're just sitting at home. They're probably worried. They're anxious. Uh, they're concerned. But uh, to your point, now is the time to be really thinking about the future, how you're going to reinvent yourself, how you're going to prosper coming out of this. Without question. First step was preservation. I got to make sure that what do I have on the spaceship that's good. Next thing is I got some time. I'm in isolation. How do I prepare for the future? What are my customers going to need? What do I have that I know I can sell? And then when you come out of it, you're in a better position to thrive. One of the reasons I wanted RBC involved in this project is because they've got this beyond banking. This isn't a plug. This is just really smart people that are coming in and saying, look at, yeah, capital is important, but let's look at the business of doing business. Let's look at, and, and giving it a kind of strategic advice that small business owners typically don't get because most, more often than not, 
it's the it's the bigger firms that have the the uh, the the, uh, the money to be able to pay for it. So just finding a way to really work with your lawyers, your accountants, your bankers, uh, your, your people that you know that you trust, and think about this time as the greatest opportunity. What's your purpose? Why do you matter? Why do customers value what you bring to the table? How do, can you find a new path to that customer? And the people that are spending the time focusing on positivity and ways to, to really prepare to come out of here strong are going to do exceptionally well because there will be market demand. The people that are stuck in the past and legacy, I think, is, are the ones that we're really going to have to watch out for. Tony Chapman, his podcast is Chatter That Matters, as they say. Find it wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Uh, Tony, you're not only a friend, but I'm a fan, and I come away from every conversation learning something, as I did this time. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it, Jeff. It's so good to be on your show.